Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. Hey, Nick, I, uh, I washed my hair in your sink this morning. Oh, looks good. Looks good. <laughs> Welcome to the Nick Fertucci Show. I am Nick Fertucci with Veronica, a.k.a. Valerie Brill. Let's go. So, Nick, um, you know, you've got a compound here. It's basically a bunker. Uh, there's like codes to every door. There's 50 different keys. <laughs> it's an apocalypse fortress. Yeah. I mean, the second you walk out the door, you make the wrong move. Like all the like everything. Flying, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything what shuts are you going to do? So I have keys to the fortress and I decided to try to get myself in here, try to go to the gym. I couldn't get the gym open. Yeah. Uh, the keys, half of them didn't work. I got myself locked out of everywhere. Uh-huh. I had to call you to unlock me out of places. Uh, I decided to take a shower here. Yeah. You know, because uh, I'm out here. Might as well. You've got the whole facility. So... You know, a lot of you may assume that this is just my natural color, but you know, I have, I need a little help. So I did a little, they call it a base bump. Yeah. I put some dye in my hair. I'm like, I'm going to jump your in that roots nice were showing. shower. My roots were showing. You need a fill. You need your roots done. You're a mess. Yeah. I, I'm a fucking mess. Okay. My extensions need to be uh, taken up, all that stuff. Yeah. So I, I have the dye in my hair. I'm waiting for the timer to go off. Timer goes off. About to jump in the shower. I took, go to turn on the shower. There's no water coming out of the shower. Yeah. I couldn't do anything. And I text you about it. And and so I had to wash my hair in your sink. And then I had to get, I'm in a third world country. I had to get a bucket. You escaped and, from a communist country. You should be, you should be good on the lamb, on the run. My parents did all this work to escape a communist country for yeah. me to take a shower with a bucket. Well, I filled up a bucket. You don't have any hot water. So I filled up a lukewarm bucket and showered in your shower with a bucket after washing my hair in your sink. Well, let's give a little bit of a backstory here. By the so way, it the, looks great. So yeah, yeah, amazing. So <laughs> so the poker world's probably gonna wonder like, why are you in my shower? So let's <laughs> let's talk well, about that. Well, it's not your shower, well, your house. that's why I'm going to okay. like, whatever, okay. So this studio is right. inside of a building that I own in Orange County and I have the West Wing. So you're alluding to the He's fact- He's like the president. You ha- yeah, it's a man cave. It has a kitchen. It has a gin room. It has Multiple a podcast rooms. room. It's a podcast, yeah. I got poker tables and a shuffleboard outside. You got I a got bar. I got a gym. A gym. Bar. Okay, so- you're, a you're, turtle. You're, we got a tortoise, by the way. A tortoise. And so you're staying here when you come down for the weekend because we do some shows and we have guests on. So- just to be clear that's well you've always wanted to be in my shower anyways but you made it and uh you know i'll tell you what you may want to stick with, hey hold on time out you might want to stick with the bucket thing you don't look half bad today <laughs> seriously <laughs> like maybe just go with the bucket thing a it builds character b your hair doesn't look half bad normally it's not that great so i text you and i was like your shower doesn't work and you respond with laugh my ass off yeah because 
the last time you were here, you couldn't shut the front door because you didn't turn the key the right way. And you didn't. It was the yellow key. I have problems with analog stuff the way you have problems with electric, electronic stuff. Like maybe I can't get into the system, but you can't open a door. So... (laughs) Uh, so yeah, last night around ten thirty, you texted me and said the shower didn't work, which is hysterical because no, ever it was since this morning. It was this, this morning. Oh no, last okay, that's right. Last because night last I texted night, you because I couldn't get into. Yeah, the that place. was this morning. Well, last night you we had the cleaning crew here. I had left the cleaning crew. They locked here, me out of everything, and they locked you out. And you went to dinner down in Huntington Beach over at Coach's, right? Which you liked. Oh, which you was loved. Amazing. What a great yeah. recommendation, Main yes. Street, Huntington Beach. And uh, and then I had to send the gal back to let you in all the doors. Because she was very sweet. Is she? Oh, Rosie's she gave the, me the nuts. A, like a ring of a thousand keys. Yes. Because every door in here was locked, number one, so I couldn't get anywhere. And then every door has a different key. So you're sitting there taking a different key, trying, and then someone like me obviously turns things the wrong and way. And if you so do I, make it in and you're not supposed to be in, you will take heavy artillery. Yeah. Yes. That's another problem. That's it. <laughs> So that's a problem I didn't encounter though. So that's good. Yeah, no, we, we, we welcome to the, ma- so, welcome so, to the matrix. So I text him and I'm like, uh, the shower doesn't work. And you said L-M-A-O-F-L-L-R-O-F-L. And I was like, funny for you because your pits don't stink, but I, mine do. And I need to take a shower. So, and then I said, it's okay. I was born in a communist country. I will get a bucket. And I found a bucket in the kitchen, full size kitchen, by the way, found with like a hundred fridges with a million things in them. I could literally, if there's an apocalypse, I'm coming here. This is the place. I will survive. I have T-bones. I have ribeyes. I have flank steaks. He has a whole freezer of just steaks. I have Italian zazich. I got it all. A whole cupboard of just like Italian peppers or something. (laughs) Yeah. That's called Giardinera. It's Italian. Italian oil and the peppers and then I have different peppers and peppers yeah, so for peppers. It's a survivable place. It's a nice place if you can get through any of the doors because they're all fucking locked. It's color coded. Yes. I, I, yeah. Welcome so, to the Matrix. Anyway, I washed myself with a bucket today, so it was quite lovely. Okay. Well, you know, you're but it here. Worked out. It, you're it's here fine. and it's I'm good. clean. Eh. As clean as I'm gonna I get. I mean, let's put it this way. <laughs> Normally I have you right here. Yeah, we put you there today. It's a better it's good better spacing well garrett's not here today so that's why i'm Ooh. not here okay whatever hey, what's up, garrett? Uh, i just want to give a quick shout out to ebony kennedy who's doing the triton series 200k buy-in yes. today and she's one of my favorite friends in poker ebony. i love her Congrats, i met her ebony. at the other place live at the bike i played with her once or twice she's a i, I only I met her a couple her. times she's amazing but yeah. you know her better so so shout out to yeah. ebony right now she's playing that i just sent her a little message on instagram uh, so let's talk about optimization because I feel like it's a big thing in the poker community. No longer do we have all these degenerates. We have Landon Tice posting plain ass eggs on Twitter and Instagram all the time like it's a new invention, like he's just inventing the wheel. And I love Landon. Landon's a good friend of mine. I've been friends with Landon mm-hmm. for years. And I, it, you know what? It's just uh, something that I'm not... I'm not in love with. I created a video imitating Will Jaffe talking about these plain ass eggs and talking about this yeah. optimization. This egg thing really triggered you. It's, I'm triggered. Why? Just because, because it's so plain. What, it's just, so boring. It's just a picture of eggs and you're just like, why? What, why? I don't get like, it. Like, who, why do you care? We all, we all know how to make plain eggs, bro. You know, maybe it bothers me. Maybe it's just like yeah, enough is enough about the plain eggs. Put some pepper on them. He doesn't, he purposely doesn't put pepper. He said salt, butter, and eggs. What, like it's, it's so boring. 
I know it's not a big deal. No, I love it, Landon. I'm no, ju- I'm, no, no, I'm just I, I know. I just, I, I even saw like your tweet and your your video, and I'm just it's wondering enough. why. Maybe there's some egg thing in your past that triggers it's you. It's just enough. It's okay. enough. I've had enough. Well, I don't want to eat hard boiled eggs all the time. Did he lose a bunch of weight? He did. He looks great. Right. So maybe that's he's like it's showing you. It's part of his process. It's the process. Yeah. Like, he has yeah. To, it's like hey, hey you got to go through the steps. <laughs> Right? You just got, and then you got to keep working. No, hold on. And then you got to keep working the program. So maybe the egg picture is working the program. I don't know, Landon. I I don't don't even know you, but. But from my perspective, it looks like, hey, I've invented the wheel. And we're all like, we've been. All I know is I saw a picture of him in his towel standing in back of our desk. Who did you do that? No, there is one person on Twitter that dedicates himself Mm. to photoshopping Landon in his towel doing a selfie onto every picture, every final table in our studio. Uh, Shout out to the artist who who is doing that that's uh, amazing work. I actually don't even know who it is. I don't even know whoever it is. He's committed to it. You know what? We should give that person an award because we're going to be doing an award ceremony of our own at the end of the year. Yeah, well, and that, we have and, to since no one's going to like nominate us for any awards. Yeah, no, we're hated. So we'll but just loved. do our own shit. I get it. Yeah, well, that's so, good. Speaking of Landon Tice, you know, he's uh, a sulfur Y coach and closely is related he? to Berkey. Yeah, is he, he a is. coach? Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, and he's, he's, you know, so so Berkey. Berkey's yeah. in that picture. So what's going on with you and Berkey lately? Let's just talk some more beefs. Okay, well, so first of all, there's nothing going on between Berkey and I. We and- all love <clears throat> Berkey. We just want to clarify that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, Obviously, you're referring to a couple of things that I'll that I'll mention that we've talked about privately, and you asked me about. Basically, you said like, "What's this about?" Because you knew about it, and I explained it to you. And so, let me just—it's almost funny too, because it's—it's now it's just like almost like we're volleying, like it's like a ping pong match. Like a, um, we're volleying back over a topic over to the uh, only friends. Yeah, yeah, we we'll say our piece. Only friends yeah. says their piece. Yeah. Then we respond a week later. Right. But I want to be real clear. It, this is just banter and volley. I have no beef with right. with, with Berkey. And Zero. I think everyone, like, everyone knows that. Absolutely none. But okay. we like to get into the nitty yeah, gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a gossip. This he... is a poker gossip show, right? I mean, that's what we do, <laughs> and uh, you know, um, so we can do it. So, what you're referring to? Well, a few things. So, the the first thing that you and I talked about, but this went back a little bit, um, and you know, Matt, feel free to to address this, but or or not, because Matt doesn't give. I already can tell his demeanor. He generally could give two shits about like a lot of this stuff, especially anything I Matt say. Matt also needs something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but he needs something to talk about. So here you go, <laughs> so here because you go. <laughs> some of those topics you guys recently talked about. <laughs> so here's a good one for you. Um, but uh, one thing I noticed in, in and it's fine is that like Matt will spit out like some stats like he spit out some stats from um i believe it was the all-star anniversary game and he spit out a bunch of v-pip stats not only about me but about like four other players by the way your v-pip on this past week was the lowest of the table just wanted to let you it know. was 22 percent. i watched it it wasn't I watched the it whole wasn't thing. what 22 percent? what are you talking your, about your v-pip was the lowest of Who the cares? entire game well i'm just i'm telling you <laughs> It's a sad state well, of affairs. I played Thursday and it was you need to and punt it was, it a little was 39 more. Th- Thursday. So what, what? I've never seen you have a 39 V-pip. Okay, let's let's. I'll tell you what. If it's if it's over 40, if my V-pip was over 40 the last show, what do you want to what do you want to bet right now on air? 
And I don't care. This is this is just because you love this subject. So I like feeding into it. How much do you want to go? Let's book it. That your VPIP was over 40. So this last not session 40, I played. Not 40, but over 40. Yeah, I can't remember. Fuck it. I'll do it. Okay, so you're... You you want to bet that your VPIP was overall in the entire game. Your last the Thursday. last time you played on Thursday, on Thursday yeah, I was think, over forty. Because oh I saw the fucking it stats. Been, it might have been thirty nine. I saw the stats. You know, it might have been like thirty nine. Well, you said over forty. I know I did. You're gonna set that line. All right, then it has so to be forty a, and below is for me. Then it has to be a lower I saw bet 22. because now that I'm thinking about it, it's lower. But I'll still give you the win. Well, how much you want to bet? I'm still gonna do it because I don't like to back out. Uh, I'll just take the shot. And I'm, I want to go for dinner tonight and you Venmo me the money for dinner. Okay. Fair. You're going to go to coaches again and get a kebab? I really you like that area. You better not go to area. fucking Mastro's if I lose. No, I, uh, no, no, no. I'm going to go to coaches. Okay, fair. I really like that area and, you know, Mediterranean food tends right. to be uh, healthy. I'm going to do it right now. I got to find it. You want to just keep yapping because I mean, you're, I you're took, pretty good I took, at it. No, no, no. I need you to focus because you can't do two things at once. That's but true. But I saw your That's, 22%. We can settle on our next episode. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it on our next That's episode. That's fine. Um, so, God, I think it's 30. Who cares? Whatever. So, so, so back to so Berkey. So back to the point. So yeah. back to the point. The point is, is and who cares about that? That's not my, my, my thing I'm not saying is, you know, if, if, Shashimi's VPIP was this, and I think hers was really low that day because we were playing bigger. Um, I ended low too, under 20, whatever, bang, bang, nicks and knit, got it, love it, great. Knit okay. to cheese. Yes, I got it, then that's all good. But it's weird because he'll be spitting this out, and I think even Ryan t- watched it like randomly and text him, dude, you got all your stats wrong. But I don't think Matt cares because he'll go halfway be- into a conversation and then he'll admit he didn't watch it. So it's the weirdest dichotomy to me is like, I don't, it, it's it, so, and it goes to back and it goes to the other point where, and that's just that. So whatever. So I just, I guess you could talk about it. And if you don't watch it, then you're just assuming. And again, I don't really think it matters. I just think it's interesting that if you're talking about something and then you admit later, you didn't watch it that, and then you have it all wrong that it's, I don't know. It's something. What did he have wrong? He said there was four people that were under uh, single uh, double digits, and that's not true. So Hustler, puts, there wasn't. I don't think there was any. So Hustler puts screenshots of V pips throughout the game, and I'm not sure how you guys measure it. If you're measuring it hour by hour or averaging it uh, cumulatively each time you post it, okay. Something. Well, we're going to interview Ryan. We can ask we're, him. No, well, it's it's when they post it, it's to that point what it is. Okay. It's it's the the, so, the software system takes care of it. So Matt goes off of what Hustler, I've seen Matt talk about and he yeah. posts the pictures of the VPIPs, mm-hmm. which I think are less important than raising preflop, but that's fine. Um, but I think he's going off of VPIPs that he saw Hustler Is that the post. most important stat, the one at the end where it says cumulative winnings and losings? Or is everyone just I mean, flexing so on how much be, they raise and, and, uh, and how many hands they play? I think in poker we... Tend to try I know for to- a stream it matters. Sorry, I cut you off. That is totally your trigger. For a stream it does matter. But please continue and accept my sincerest apologies for cutting you off. Because <laughs> I don't know when to get a word shoot in. You out talk of my so eyes. much. But go ahead. <laughs> um, so I think it, in poker we try not to be results oriented, right? So you want to try to play your best regardless of your results. Yeah. So winnings and losings over a long period of time multiple sessions yes that's going to reflect how well you're playing sure but over one session not really right but but i don't think that in my opinion i think for a poker show 
what what some people say and Matt say and other people is that they are right. People want to see action yeah. and they want to see big pots that's and they want to see. It. So that's, about, that is what it is. I agree. It's not about winning or losing. No, it's I like agree. we want to see high VPIP on of, a poker show. And a lot of people that come onto shows will actually try to even make their VPIP higher so they can get a seat again because they're they're basically interviewing for continuing to be on the show to play in those type of games which are coveted so totally makes sense but overall you could be in a landscape of a game that i could play on tuesday wednesday and thursday and each game has different players and different dynamics and it might be for this game you have to have to 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 have to at least have a winning formula has to be this or that so but again we're not we're talking about two different things we're, we're talking about uh, entertainment, what's good for a stream versus what could be optimal in any particular game. And there are some games like, you know, uh, optimal is like, you know, 14, 15% on preflop raise. It really is. And, and you see, I some think if, if everyone, if I'm in a game, if I have a VPIP of 14, 15%, it's because most of the players at the table are really good pros. Okay. And the game is playing a bit bigger than I'm used to. Well, that's that, when that I'll could have be that one of the VPIP. reasons. The other reason could be the other side of the coin where you get in a game and everyone's VPIP is like over 45. And if you contribute to that madness on a regular basis, you could get chewed up too because you can't like you can't push anyone around in some games. Like some yeah. games, it's just like, let's go. Yeah, like, like there's you're not, not going to get of, Andy Like you're not going to three, four bet. Well, I don't know, Andy or whoever, but there's like just some players like we play in these games that no matter what you do, they're in, right? So, yeah. so now you have to determine, is it optimal for you to do this, make this move, raise here, do this? Because it's, it in some games, it really actually, when you are playing with players that are better, a lot of times those things work. When you're playing with players that are just there that just want action and they don't care, then what you're doing isn't going to work. And a lot of times that could be costly, but back to the point. Well, that is kind of the point because we talked about it, but, but so, one of the other things that uh, we mentioned and we talked about because you saw the the tweets and then it was going back and forth between Matt and and um, I, I interjected lightly with some funny stuff uh, uh, that I put up like a video because I don't want. You're talking about the commentary. I'm talking about the commentary where he said basically that like unless you have Nick and Ali, you're basically everyone else and, and and I have the quotes but basically alluding to the fact that like for example the bike live at the bike and the hustler we're crushing them that's just the truth Matt said it himself everyone knows it all you gotta do is look okay Matt alluded to that and I think he overstated the point because he made a lot of good points but when you're so dogmatic and what I've noticed about Matt and and I could be like this and so can others this and a dig but he's so sure of himself when he says something. He's so confident, and that's a good thing to be that way, but he gets so dogmatic on a point that there's no wiggle room, and he wiggled a little bit at the end, but then he brought it back to the dogmatic uh, aspect of, of his point, and that is that like if we were both running our show side by side, what do you want? Do you want to have Nick and Ali, or do you want to have Garrett? It's like one or the other, and that this is going to offset this so much. And he made the statement that, well, it may not bring them even because we're doing so much better, but it's gonna have a significant effect on it. 
Not as much as he says, because the fact of the matter is, the, the, and, and he did talk about you have to have the whole recipe and that's part of the recipe, but that is just not going to happen because at the end of the day, when you're watching, and this is just the truth, there's no bang, bang. When you're watching a show that is, and this isn't a dig, that is gloomy, that only has because they can't build lineups, that has these boring, a uh, lot of pros and just like nothing going on, nothing burger like action and players and no table talk at all, which is another point he made we'll talk about. I don't give two shits who you have in the booth. Although, yes, Nick and Ali will be so much better than what they have because the bike is even less, they have even less talent over there as far as commentary. So it will it would be better, but you are not going to compete with a stream that has 10x better production, 10x better table talk, because another thing he said we'll talk about, about anyone but G-Man, all the rest, besides Wesley, we built him into a character, and the rest are just kind of duds. Those, those are his words. That's not true. Like, there's people on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's people in these games that are not duds and that have great table talk, have great action, and have great characters have been built. And he does talk about how important that is so there's contradiction there and i'm just going to tell you right now you could put nick and ali in that booth and if you run the same production the same lineups and the same everything they are not it, it, it isn't even going to be noticeable how much the difference let will me be. tell you what i heard okay. okay and uh just to let you know nick and ali i think are two of so the I. greatest i also think dave tuckman and bart hansen my personal taste are the two best commentary duo in poker uh, and uh, they're great me, but i'm me. gonna throw but, in i'm gonna throw in billy d so, gaff because so he's one of my favorites here's what i heard berkey say or like tweet about this is what i mm -hmm. this is what i interpreted yeah and i might be wrong okay Let's talk is about that it. he he likes dual commentary he likes two people in a booth he doesn't think one person gives poker what it needs he likes a color commentator and an analytical commentator that's what he was alluding to when i read his tweets and hustler has a single commentary kind of game or you guys you choose that style which hasn't been really done before i think ali does poker after dark by himself in the same type of style that you guys have in Hustler a lot. You guys give priority to your big names at the table to talk. And so commentary is very aware of not talking over Garrett, not talking over like really good table talk. Whereas other shows will really mute the players and have two commentary people talking over everything. So you guys are taking the poker after dark uh, perspective where it's one commentator and you're you're the commentator is more of a ballerina prancing through the action around the action and not talking over those great spots when the players are speaking because god forbid you talk over garrett when you're yeah. doing commentary at hustler yeah. you will be attacked by the chat pros sure well i have a lot to say about all that first of all i agree with you this is no reflection on nick and ali i i think they're great anytime i listen to them they're amazing. So I think you were you were thinking he was talking about Nick and Ellie, but I think he used them as an example. Yeah. What he was alluding to was a two-person commentary team. All right. So let me, but I have, but let me finish the point. Right. Okay. Because 
I get that. But here's the thing, because I, I did hear him say that. He said that, you know, Nick needs an Ali and he needs that to be able to carry the show. And he said, well, even if he didn't have him, if he had Jamie Kersetter, that would be a good also addition. So I, I listened to all that and I totally get his point about the dynamics of having the analytical and the color and how that works with Lon and, and uh, what's his nuts? Uh, uh, Norman, Norman Chad. Chad. Yeah. And so what's his to, nuts? to the point, <laughs> it, well, it's appropriate. And to the point though, like, uh, okay, a uh, fair, but it went further and, and it went further with me. It went further, even with my commentators who were not happy at all. And I could tell you, uh, Bart, Tuck and Billy were not happy with it. And they heard the same thing you heard. And it wasn't that they want to be, uh, uh, uh esteemed as better than Nick and Ali, or that's this, it was the way it was put and how dogmatic it was that like that's just the recipe and like it's if it's not these guys or jeff platt or whoever like the rest are just like up and comers and he used the word they have to go through a lot of duds to get a nick and ali and so sometimes when you use your words like that and you're talking about that and and the things he's you know how he was saying it and so dogmatic about it that i don't um i think it it misses the mark on the point that you're saying he was making also because the fact of the matter is if you put Nick and Ali in a certain produced game it's 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 going to be better but it's it's not going to be like the only miss he was like the missing piece like right now the bike and hustler are doing this and we're doing whatever the bike created in 2008 or whenever they started and that we could either sit on our laurels or we can take this to the next level now i'm not saying that if we didn't have a nick and ali or whatever that it wouldn't be an amazing combination it would be amazing for our show but you have to understand too like part of our show right now too is not just the fact that there's all these characters and there's so many more characters than just than g-man and wesley that people want to watch and hear so again that's just a little too narrow of a thought process but either way like when you saw the old poker uh high stakes poker with gabe and benza is that his name yeah. I can't remember the no Benz, one remembers uh, yeah, the other but guy's it's Benza name. Or something. Uh, Gabe is just the star yeah, of that show. Yeah, but he was but the other guy he did. He helped him with his bullshit, right? And so they had a good banter. They had a good banter. So to the point. Very true. You know, uh but but there wasn't a lot of talk at the table. There was a little bit of that. So they needed And it was not analytical at no, all. No, and not at all. And they needed to carry that show. It wasn't it, because it, it, it really just added to it. But see, our show is a different theme. It's not, it's purposely not cricket quiet. Like you go to a TV, because Matt did say too, the only ones that are getting this right, and maybe I could quote it, hold on, because I don't want to do, and I mean this respectfully, I don't want to do what he does and say things that are out of, uh, only TV produced hit, are hitting it out of the park. That's not true. That's not true. We're, we have TV level production when it comes to audio video. I don't think he was talking about your production. I think he genuinely likes a two person commentary duo. I don't think he was insulting Only the production. Only TV produced our shows are hitting it out of the park. Right. And he's talking about the, pro, the not the production, but like the commentary right. of a TV, Which TV is produced show. What, so for example, give me an example. We are, con, we are considering... Uh, not considering our, we are eventually going into um, uh, probably going to be on on TV. We have a good enough show for it. So what we are doing is we are producing our show 
uh, or we're going to be producing our show the same way we produce it with the noise in the background and the commentators yeah. and the chat and all the bullshit, right? The that chips, people love, the right? The, the sounds. But we also are going to side produce it without any of that. So then if we do want to package for TV, we can commentate, we can have it commentaried over mm -hmm. and we can put that kind of package together. It's that's for one thing and the others for another thing, right? So again, I just think the difference has to be made because when something said so, like right now, if our show was the same way, but we just didn't put the mics on the players and we just did the type of commentary he wants, it would not be as popular on YouTube. So look, I think it's okay to say that Matt Berkey's entitled to this opinion, but it's wrong or it doesn't, it, it may not be correct to him. He thinks that it would be better with two commentary. Totally. But it's working. I've also heard it with two commentators and that also worked. And I, I think uh, the yeah. show in itself is not one variable. It's not just the commentary. It's not just the players. It's not just this, just that. It's, it works. It's got the magic sauce. It's got everything that works and everything magically works really well together because it is the best poker show and Berkey can't take that away from you no I understand and so basically oddly enough you're agreeing with me because that's all I'm saying well one thing I I know it's hard I disagree with mm -hmm. is I mean I, the word dogmatic used to describe Berkey is an ironic one because the way I know Berkey is that he's not dogmatic about stuff he's he tries to be as objective as possible and given new evidence, he would change his mind. So it's not, he's not married to this idea or any ideas that I know of. The way I know him is that he's the opposite of dogmatic. That's all. Yeah. And it, I think that you're looking at this but in a vacuum and it seems that yeah, way. But you're disagreeing on the macro level. You're disagreeing yeah. on the macro level, hold on, of his personality, of how you know him and on most topics. I don't know him like you know him. I'm saying, I'm disagree. I'm saying that dogmatically on this point. Yeah. However, he carries himself. Otherwise, I'll just agree with you because you would know. But I'm just saying on this, it was very pointed. It was very dogmatic, and it was very uh, like this is it. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of wiggle. And then I think because I think Conrad was kind of like pushing back on him a little bit and this and that, and then they were going, and he kind of wiggled a little bit at the end. He says, no, I'm not saying this. But then he would go right back to so, like just making it that way. Right, so I think there's a lot of people who say things like, this is the way we've always done it, so this is the way we should do it. And poker's always, almost always, had two commentary people in a show. And so for him, this is like, well, obviously we're supposed to be having two commentators on such a big show in his mind but it's working what you're doing is working mm -hmm. and i think the commentary although it's not typical it works it obviously works but look at the viewership veronica i totally agree but what i think the point that's being missed what are we arguing about we're not arguing we're we're, <laughs> no, I'm saying we're volleying I, yeah yeah we're volleying we're volleying i don't feel like i'm arguing um i mean it feels weird to not argue right yeah well like i said i know that you prefer to disagree with me on a general basis, so. I am about that, to put you in a headlock, but I have no reason to now, so we can't do it. Yeah, no, put me in one. Um, <laughs> I mean, fine, I'll just keep talking while I'm in one. It doesn't matter to me, so just leave me close to the mic. Um, so, the, so the last thing on it, and, I, and now I forgot, but I'm gonna remember here is, oh, but that's the thing. It wasn't just that it's, see, you're focusing so much on the two commentary thing. I get it, I agree, maybe he did make those points. 
But his point is also to if you put Bart and Tuckman in there or Billy and Bart, and he's basically saying that Nick and Ali are the the are up here and I'm not saying they're not let me be clear I think they are amazing but he's basically saying that like the rest are here and he used the term the rest are just duds until you find the Nick and Ali's and that is really a blanket statement against everything he was talking about which includes Billy Degaff, which is fucking amazing on the mic. Tuckman's amazing. Bart's great. Now they all have three different styles, and and you may say, I like this style, I like that style, I hate this style, whatever. But these guys are good, and I'm not just saying that because um, they're on my staff. I'm not. I, I I didn't mention myself. I didn't mention the other people that are good, but they're not like those three. So so to me, that says that and that's where i think it it goes wrong so i am now going to fight matt berkey next time i see him because bart hansen and david tuckman are the best commentary duo in the world let's go okay so <laughs> so so to say anything so, you know you can still say you can still say hey i think nick and ali are the best you can still say that look i think as because a, maybe they are or maybe he thinks that but you cannot say that the secret sauce is missing in our show because we don't have those two or Jeff Platt or whatever because these three guys I mentioned are fucking amazing and you know the, I, I just think that just is way too much and like I said you know I me I was like just wanted to debate the point and I think I put up there when like you know Berkey says well I don't you know I'm not trying to I didn't not my intention isn't to insult you he was saying to Tuckman or someone and I put the clip from uh, Wise Guys where Pesci was insulted by that guy and then he left and then the guy said to De Niro well I, it's not like I was insulting him or anything and De Niro goes not 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 you insulted him a little bit you insulted him a little bit so it's like he did he insulted him a little bit but those guys were like not happy so look they felt you, insulted sorry done do you think as a business you, i mean you should be open to some criticism whether or not it's correct that's right? different yes so if we if we can pivot to something as a as a business because i feel like we've talked enough about matt berkey criticizing commentary unless you have something more to I add. I don't have anything you brought we're up. we're putting Matt Berkey in a headlock next no, time No, no, no. And, and let's be clear. Kidding. We're just talking about the we're topic. We're not mad at Matt we like, I like Matt. We love Matt. It's just like when we're Matt gets joking. on there and disagrees with me or he says something, it's fine. As long as Matt, we're... Matt, we've volleyed, we volleyed this as to long you now. As we so you don't, respond, we'll get back to you As long next as we time. don't insult each other's character or integrity, yeah, I think yeah. we're able to so, debate a topic. So look, and, and so like as a business, you're going to be criticized and there's going to be people criticizing you. So one one thing that came up recently, which I think is quite interesting is, you know, Alan Kessler and you know, you do know Alan Kessler. I do. He's, he's in my DMs. Like Dude, he sends me. He's on my jock. He won't get off my six. He's on your jock. And so Alan Kessler recently had a run in with the Ninja Poker Tour. Uh, Chris Wallace uh, is one of, I think, three people who runs Ninja Poker Tour. And Chris Wallace was the main person um, kind of giving Alan a hard time. So you want me to give you a backstory yeah, on this? Yeah, because I am not deep into this talk. I so, don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. So Alan Kessler, as much as people find him annoying, as much as he's like the cup thief, you know, um, his re he always gets his free refills. He's like a super life knit. He also makes poker tours accountable. 
Um, he always looks at the rake. He always looks at, you know, what the casino is charging for fees and services. And he calls shit out if it's not fair and if, or if it's not standard, right? Because we have agree, an agreed upon amount that isn't too much that we would consider we you know, being the poker rake. community. The poker community has has said like, look, this much is a, is like average. You know, if you go above this percentage, it's too much. So yeah. Alan Kessler found out that the Ninja Poker Tour was, had the highest rake in its two hundred dollar tournament. He pointed it out to them, and then they came back with a seven hundred dollar tournament that had the highest rake in the industry and then alan again pointed it out and chris wallace got mad at alan for pointing it out and as a business when you're running a business yeah there you can respond to your customers but the way you respond shows a lot about how it's run and it will it's off-putting the way ninja poker tour has responded to alan and also i'm kind of caught up in this because the Ninja Poker Tour, one of the owners, um, I crashed at her place for two nights. Is this a thing for you? You're sleeping in everyone's place? Well, <laughs> you do, so you shower happened, in a bucket there too? What had happened was, no, so what happened was, remember when the series was in Vegas in November, uh, post-COVID? And I there was like some sort of conference in town and I couldn't get a hotel room. And the hotel rooms that were there were like 1100 a night. I'm like, I'm not paying 1100 to stay at Circus Circus. So I reached out to my then friend, Andrew Barber, and I was like, hey, you know, can I stay with you? And he's, he's like, let me talk to the people I'm staying with. And he's like, yeah, you can crash here for a couple nights. So I stayed in like this, on this blow up mattress in the middle of this like upstairs area with no bedroom. I wasn't in a bedroom and there was like all these poker pros uh, playing at the series and I was just there for a couple of nights. So I st it was her house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, if you ever need anything in the future, like if you need some help with anything, like let me know. I sent them coffee. You know, I always send coffee. It's like my, my favorite thing. They have this like automatic coffee machine. I sent them a bunch of coffee to thank them for letting me stay with them. Anyway, so she said, hey, maybe you can help me. You can retweet something or you can tweet about the Ninja Poker Tour. I'm like, sure, just let me know when. Okay. So I would think as a business, if I want someone to retweet something, I'll put the tweet together and then I will send it to their DMs and say, hey, can you retweet this? But she just sent the poster over and it was like months before the the poker tour weekend announcement. So I didn't put the tweet together. I kind of forgot. Then she messages me like a little aggressively and she was like, oh, I didn't know you had a conflict that weekend. You should have told us or whatever. And I was just like, I'll still put the tweet together. That's fine. Like uh, I'm going to Cleveland that weekend but I'll still help her out. Like she let me stay at her place for a couple nights. So then she messages me like, you liked Alan Kessler's tweet. He's, he, he said that we had the highest rake in the industry and you liked the tweet. And I was like, do you have the highest rake in the industry? <laughs> That's what I asked. Yeah. And cause I'm like, well, if Alan's bringing it up, you probably do. Yeah. And, and then she's like, it doesn't matter. We're looking into it right now, but you liked it. And that fucked up the algorithm. I'm like, dude, you can't blame me for fucking up the algorithm. If Alan actually brings something up, that's good. And it's, and it's the right criticism and we need to fix that. And you're like, you're basically uh, taking advantage of poker players because yeah. your rake is so bloody high and where's the rake going? Who's being paid by this rake? Then I, I think it's a right thing and I'm gonna like his tweet. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be scared to like someone's tweet 
you know? And then she, she got mad at me for that. And I'm like, oh, what kind of fucking business are you running? How did How? they respond to Alan that was like way inappropriate? Yeah. So let me, uh, he sent me some screenshots. Okay. And uh, I just think as a business, he's, he said, your integrity is a joke. This is Chris Wallace. Your integrity is a joke. We fixed the second resurrect, uh, we fixed a second event as promised. Then you said you would come to us directly with future problems and instead you put us on blast. And Alan's like, because you didn't review the rake on your remaining events and did the exact same thing we'd already discussed. And then you use the same lame, unaware of our fees excuse a second time. This may get you off the hook once, but surely not twice. So Alan's very unapologetic about it. And then Chris Wallace is like, telling him this five years ago did nothing to slow him down. He's like a terror with a rat after those uh, comps and freebies. This is the guy who's running a poker tour calling Alan Kessler a terror. And then he's like, especially if they're coming from a tour that um, competes with us, integrity is expensive in this business. So Alan doesn't spend a dime on it. What the fuck are you doing as a poker tour saying this kind of stuff, tweeting this kind of stuff? You should be like, hey, Alan, thank you so much for keeping us accountable. Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much yeah. for making even us aware of this. We're going to work on this. Even if you don't mean it, you should say that. Honestly, yeah, right. as a business, yeah. Yeah, right? I understand. It's really a terrible yeah. look. And then people responded like this guy, Kingfish, terrible look for Ninja Poker and Fox yeah. Poker Tour. Keep doing your thing, Alan. Like Alan's keeping these people accountable, which businesses should so be kept Alan accountable. Alan a man of the people? Alan is, is a he man a, the, of the people. Is he another uh, John Adams? Alan saved poker. And Alan gets free refills. Alan, you know what? You should get free refills. You should get all the free refills because of what you do for the poker community. No, I really like Alan. He's, you know, Alan is Alan, but he keeps poker tours accountable. Why is he fixated on me now? Why is he? I don't know. So... So are we done with the ninja poker tour? No, like, I apologize. I think, no, 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 I, no, I don't know I, if we are. No, I just think that criticizing, um, you you getting criticized is a part of running a business, kind of like how like Berkey kind of did with a commentary, but it's how you respond. And I think your response, like this little back and forth we have with Berkey is kind of yeah. cute. And it's like a self-fueling machine, right? We kind of, they're going to respond in their show. We'll respond yeah, to them. It's, and, it, and like, like there's no hard it. feelings. No. And you'll, you're not going to tweet some shit at him no. and actually um, uh, call him names or nope. accuse him of something. And the way P Ninja Poker Tour handled this is like a PR nightmare. And all of them have this toxic kind of character trait. And it's really embarrassing. It's really bad. And I honestly think, from my perspective, until they change the way they respond to people and until they change their rake, I don't think people should support Am the Am I going to get a nasty DM because it's the Nick Fertucci show and that we're talking about it? Yeah, you probably will. But hey, like we got to keep them accountable. Yeah. So Alan, keep doing what you do. So why is Alan now messaging you all the time? Because he messages I me. <laughs> I can't remember what the first thing was. Can, and I'm being serious. Can you remember what it was? I know the last thing was on that hand that I... Uh, um, oh, he said you were act, your acting was so bad. That when was you the had last quads. thing he made a video. But so, so he. <laughs> what was the first thing? Let's talk about those quads. All right. So, such. So, uh, uh, who were you playing against? Ling Ling. 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 I call okay, her Ling yeah. Ling. Uh, there, there's like three women who play on the high stakes, and I um, mix them all up all the time. But so she. Sashimi, had... sushi, and atamami. Those are the three. <laughs> oh my god. Go ahead. So. Uh, Ling had a uh, nut flush draw, two diamonds on the flop. And she was lead, uh, she was betting into you basically the whole time. By the river, 
the diamond didn't hit and she gave up, mm -hmm. which is like hashtag standard. And he said, because of your acting on the turn with your quads, you flopped quads. He said, because of your acting, she didn't bomb the river. I'm like, she's never <laughs> my, bombing no, my, river. My bad acting. You're bad acting. Yeah. And I was just like, what are you fucking talking about? He calls her on two streets. Obviously, he's got a king at the least, you know, and and obviously he has something. Why is she going to bomb river? What are you what are you on the same flush straw? Yeah. So with that texture of a board and the player she's playing against, like a give up is in order 100 percent like for example she um you know uh i bet pretty small on the flop i flopped four kings uh she raised i don't know maybe oh yeah 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 she raised she raised yeah, me she raised, and i yeah. flatted and as soon as you flat it's like ding 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 he yeah. has something he probably has a king right and so i flat and then on the turn she's still got a flush draw and she bets six thousand into me and then i call and you took forever to call yeah and so in that's what he's to talking the comment, about and again this is only just banter to the comment that you always give up no but again in that situation with her taking with me taking that kind of heat me being the player that i am and um with the board texture where just a king beats her aces beat her everything beats her those are the only thing she could try to get me to fold there's maybe aces bomb in the river and even then it's probably a bad bomb so her so, raise if she hadn't raised the flop then I think like bombing river might not bombing, but like betting river might have been an option. But her raise on the flop kind of told her you probably have a king. Yeah, or I have aces. Either or way. aces. Yeah. Either beats her. Right. But less likely because she had an ace. Yeah, of diamonds the way the hand, hand went, she can't bomb. And so what, what Tuckman did, it, because he's just, you know, he's, he's, being funny, stirring the pot, and there was a it little... It was just talk. He was like the Academy Award. Oh, here but it was Nick. just chat because yeah. he was filling in the space of... And I know because I've done commentary before. He's filling in the space and just kind of having a light talk about what's going on. He didn't actually mean that, oh, your acting is so bad. And no, I think no. Alan Kessler yeah. took it literally. He, he latched onto it. He latched onto it, but he took it literally. And I think Dave Tuckman was just like, oh, yeah, we can see the stall. We totally. can see the cards, totally. like Academy yeah. Award. It's like, you know, he's just talking about it. That's fine, yeah. But I don't think there was... No. I'm not trying to defend you because I, I, yeah, like, I definitely would tell you if I thought you were wrong. Yeah. But like, I didn't I didn't see a problem with that. Hand. I think Alan was just like totally. turning a mole into a mountain. Yeah. And mole so, hill? A mole? Um, whatever, mole hill. An yeah, anthill? a mole. <laughs> uh, uh, he's turning a squirrel into a mountain. Whatever you want, but the the so yeah, like for example, an acting job would be. Hmm. Are you giving us examples? Yeah, I'm. I'm acting. I'm okay. doing my De Niro, okay. you know, and just like wow. <laughs> I love that you're giving us examples. You know. I didn't do it, you know, I just sat I just sat there and I took a long time. So and and again Tuckman's just making making it fun. And so yeah, I think Alan just fixated on it and then so he 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 put that like Nick loses all ability to make more, gets the whatever it's he so said. Ridiculous. And so whatever and he puts the clip up, which is cool. And honestly, it's just funny and I'm like, Really? Because this and that he goes, Yeah, okay, that's true. He responded, but still if the, okay, he goes, you're right. There was really no chance, but with your acting job, then there was zero chance. He so, goes, so he gave me from no chance to zero chance. I don't know what the delta is there. And then I just put, you're cute. 
That uh, was it. So Alan really means well, and I think he's genuinely a yeah, good person. Yeah, this is person. no beef. That this is the the lack of beef beef. This is a vegan beef right yeah, here. Yeah, this is like Alan's zero a, beef. Yeah, it's a me. it's an it's an what what is it? No burger. Nothing burger. Nothing Low burger. Low calorie nothing burger. <laughs> this is a vegan nothing yeah, burger. This is a total nothing burger. This was just fun to talk but, about. But yeah, yeah, no. But we we you and I genuinely like Alan. Yeah. So yeah. uh, he's lobbying to come on my show, and that's what I text I want you. Him to come on wait, the wait, show. he's like, I should come on the show. I, show I could talk about Ninja Poker. I could talk about this now. Alan Kessler has been verbal back to the Berkey's point been verbal how much I suck at commentating <laughs> like in the chat look uh, hold on hold on tweets in the chat like even Ryan's like yeah he like really hammers you first of all Friday commentary I did once by myself why are you always cutting me off and, well because I You're wanted to give you lot. some credit okay I'm okay. just kidding it's not easy yeah the chat loses their shit if you say one word over Garrett yeah. you know and it's a it's a highly technical game and there's like one percent of chat pros in there who are like i want my analytical, analytical breakdown of every hand and then if you're just like yeah. if you talk they get mad at you if you don't talk they get mad at you yeah if you if you say like a you know i think that this uh hand was within their range because of this three bet pot and they're like you don't know what you're talking about you know like some people in that chat will never be happy Ever. i think honestly it with commentary and we've talked about this and tuckman has told me this before do what you're good at and you did what you were good at uh, i have to give you credit i was listening I, I listened to that whole show i thought you did a good job i thought you you did a very gabe kaplan yeah, type of style that's my style you i'm not gonna do a bart hansen out. and tell you spot uh, pot the ratio was, to hand like i just like a little bit of that and but it's it's not fun for me i like to i thought it was fine and yeah. I, like i honestly would tell you and i probably wouldn't even bring it up if i thought you Actually, did a you texted me and said you did amazing yeah but, i i texted you i was like it's very gabe kaplan i even put it in the chat very yeah. gabe kaplan like the 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 very delicately prancing around the action you know when there's a hand uh something happening like on the turn someone's tanking they don't know if they're gonna raise or just call you like you let us through it i thought it was great yeah. and i'm not i love analytical breakdowns of hands but i don't necessarily think that it needs to be happening 100 percent of the time I, i'm i'm a color guy that's just what i do that's why i have yeah, the gift that i have the gift of gab and that's what i do it's tough being a color commentator by yourself yeah, though. but i all and the thing is is i also know how to break down a hand so i will give some of that but i like to stay in my lane and to the point that what i was making is that and it's funny the to nerds me, want of course the but, nerds want yeah, more and but but the, the funny part was this is where i find it funny nothing else but funny is that he's hammered me so hard and then he like hit me uh, i think on twitter or something and said put me on your show and i twit twittered back and i said something like you want me to put you uh, put you you want me to put you on my show even after you're riding my jock how much i suck at commentary and he basically t he basically tweeted back he goes yeah you're no good but i think i'd be good on your show so which i thought was hysterical because it's so honest i don't think he gets those yeah the, social awareness gets, yeah 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 no we talked about that maybe a little bit social so this is a fun conversation because to me when somebody is maybe a little socially unaware but harmless and they actually say the things that like you want to say but like you shouldn't you know what i mean <laughs> and he does that with me i literally look at my phone and smile like yeah. even when i put fuck it you're cute like just keep it up like don't stop doing you and so like i said he's just he's it's an interesting charming. he's an interesting guy 
to me. I find him very interesting and, um, like I said, a little socially unaware, but I am sure that fucker can break down a spreadsheet and give you stats and probably tell you how many whatevers are in whatevers. And so, you know, he's Rain Man. Uh, He reminds me of Rain Man. Why is that bad? Oh, no, no, not because of on the spectrum. Listen, stop. Let's not be sensitive. I'm just talking Rain Man that he's like so, you know, that way. Uh, is, is, did, I, did I put my foot a, in my mouth? Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, yeah, you definitely, whatever. he'll have a video uh, poker. Yeah, I mean, like he is the video <laughs> poker king. He knows right. how to make some money off those machines. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of Hustler Live, <laughs> Melissa was supposed to be on the show. Mm, not supposed to be on the show, but there was a thing. There was a thing. So yeah. let's backtrack. And wow, talk we're about, really doing the only friends thing. Huh? We're doing well. We're like leading into it. Oh, they'll love we're, talking about this too. So this is about hustler. So sh- sashimi is a, a regular on hustler, mm-hmm. and uh, sashimi made a comment on Melissa's um, tweet uh, w- with her before and after because she's doing a lot of weightlifting and she got you know she's got a little bit of booty now, yeah. which Melissa's booty looks great. I just want to say, but uh, so. Sashimi said, I don't see a difference in the photos. (laughs) So I understand Melissa's point. Like Melissa kind of got upset about that and said some things about Sashimi on her show. Mm -hmm. But I get it. Like when I was in my early 20s and I was a hot little number, kind of like Melissa is right now, Mm -hmm. I got hate from other women so much. And it's so frustrating, especially older women. And that's, I was like, I never want to turn into an older woman who's just like fucking catty just because some younger girl's cute. But, and like, I don't know if sashimi, what sashimi meant by that, but Melissa took it in a way that it was like catty. And I get where Melissa's coming from because I used to get that shit all the time. Yeah, so she, it triggered her. Could I ask you a question as a feminist? Sure. Okay. As a feminist, how does a guy say another that a woman's attractive without it being simpy and without it being creepy? Because I think Melissa's really attractive and I think that picture there's a huge difference her ass looks great. So I'm saying that with, and I'm saying You're that so how, how to say it, but so you just how said do you it. say that without it being like oh Nick's it. but I mean but why does that have to be a thing? The, there, you, how do you I say are that? Are you saying that you don't know the creep line? Well, yeah, I guess because I don't know how to say it other uh, other than I think Melissa's attractive is like you said and I think like you said she's a hot little whatever number and I think that that picture is Shashimi was wrong because I see a big difference and her ass look great. How I'm asking for a friend, how do you say that without you taking heat as a man? Because I I feel that way, but I, I don't think can, it should go any further than that. There's no can, intentions. I think you can number one not say something. You can just keep it to but yourself. But what if you want to? Like be want to like you agree want with to? your point. You but said why, it. why did you say it? Because it's it comes from a, a different place. I'm a woman, yeah. See, okay, we but we should probably just like maybe not go further because that's when like I don't want to like so argue look, about it, but one, it's so you weird can, to me. You can just not say anything yeah. and keep it to yourself. Number two, you can be objective and say, Hey, I notice a difference, good work. Okay. You don't need to comment about her hot little ass. And I'm not saying that you said that. I didn't that. say that, yeah. But I'm saying men don't have to say, Oh yeah, hot little okay. ass. Like a lot the to way the way to objectively do that is say, is like she's clearly showing her ass and how Correct. it's improved. Yeah. So an, an objective, non-creepy way is saying, hey, good work, 
big difference. Okay, so my question is, and again, just for banter, fun banter, is she's showing that picture and it's of her, we're using the word ass, you said it, so I'm using it, showing her ass, the difference. So that's what she's showing. Why is it out of line to say your ass looks better here than it does there? Well, I don't know if that's out of line, Mm -hmm. but the big problem is that men objectify things Mm -hmm. and they make it sexual. So if we're showing improvements in our health in like we're doing squats. (laughs) Improvements in our health? Yeah, and our butt improves. All right. We're and we want to show that improvement. We're not the ones sexualizing it. Yeah, but I think that's non not not you. I think in general the one point in there is a little bit nonsense because yes, she's working out for her health, and yes, she wants improvement, but she wants her ass to look better, and she knows that it does. Right, but and she put a picture of it, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And by the way, I can just say what you said. Well done, well done, Melissa. And I think you do a great job on the podcast. And I think you're smart. Like, okay. You asked for a friend. Yeah. And I'm giving you an objective answer. And I'm telling you Mm -hmm. why as women, you know, we get frustrated with, with men's comments is because we have bodies too. And not every part of our body needs to be, or, or none of our body doesn't all, it doesn't always need to be sexualized. So you guys, men, and I'm not saying you, but men sexualize so much of women's existence. And sometimes we want to exist without the creepiness. So, right. But it, again, and this will only just be some fun pushback. Like men but are, no one's, I, I think if, yeah, okay. I just, like, what, if it's a hard man, for me to argue the point posts, with, it's hard for me to argue. If a man posts his back, like, you know, and then you can see his butt, when, like, you don't see women coming out of the woodwork. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm saying mm-hmm. less than men. You don't see women being like, oh, yeah, fuck, baby. Yeah, fuck, yeah, good ass. Like, because oh, men and man. With, men, men, and, men and women are different. Because we're not sexualizing every existence of a man. But there's a big difference between men and women of how, we, how is, we roll, how again, we think. But again, we're trying to change those we're being, being different. the feminist movement. Yes, okay. we're trying to change. We want to exist not always to sexually please men visually or whatever. When we post a picture, we sometimes just want to post a well, picture. I want to say this. And we want to feel comfortable <clears throat> posting pictures without I'm, men turning it I'm all into sure something sexual. I'm sure you guys sexual. over there are going to talk about this at uh, Only Friends. I would like your feedback, Melissa, specifically, if what she thinks. Like, just uh, just as a fun, like, lobby back. She may think something different. No, I know that. I, and, I, and, and, so, and 10 and other I, people may agree with you and 20 also, may not. Also, if you, I mean, if you want to talk about this. So when I was younger, huh? uh, in my 20s, I, a lot of times, was uh, led to believe that my, my, uh, sorry, the producer's talking on the phone, that my, <laughs> that okay. my importance or my value was centered around. You got ADD. So do I. Yours is so bad. Yeah. So I was raised to believe that my importance and my value was centered around how attractive I was to men. And that's fucking horrible. Yeah. Especially when you are actually, sure. when I grew up, when I was in my 20s, I was a hot little number. And then the same men who like love that about you discard you after a certain age. And you're, I mean, like we're getting to a place where our value, we're recognizing that our value is not just the male gaze and whether men find us attractive or not. Sure. And I hated that. 
And so now as I'm getting older, I, I love this new generation of women that are empowered and that aren't, everything isn't about attracting men for straight women, I should say. So or let bisexual me ask this, women. and this is just, I like to, how my mind thinks. So let's say Melissa put just the pictures up of her legs before and after. And Melissa can do what she wants. You have to let me finish though. Okay. Right, so if she, I know she can do what she wants. That's not the point. I'm not arguing this on a like political platform where we're trying to win. I'm just saying like if she puts up a picture of that and someone says, wow, your legs look great, way better. Is it because their legs and not like a more sexual aspect of a woman's body that you can say that but you can't say that so the, other it, thing? So and first I swear of all, I'm really curious. I'm not trying all, to like, debate you. As a feminist, I think that a woman, if she wants to post something super sexual and wants that sexual feedback, that's fine. But I think it's very clear when women do that. So like if Melissa or any woman... I don't want to just keep using her. Yeah, but if any woman no, puts a picture of her legs... We should use somebody else because this is not about her. I think she's if, great. If a woman wants to post a picture of her legs, if she says, oh, who likes my hot and sexy legs? I just did whatever. And everyone like piles in the sexual responses. I mean, clearly you can see that she wanted that. But if a woman posts her legs like, hey, I've been squatting 350 and I'm competing, blah, blah, blah. And men are like, oh, fuck, yeah, you sexy bitch. Like, clearly she didn't want that. Clearly yeah. it wasn't a sexual thing. Clearly she's posting for that. So I think like... Is Sometimes, it a sexual thing to say you no, have great? You have, is it a sexual thing to say you have Sometimes, your legs look great? Yeah, I think, I think that that is fine, but I think it's it's good to understand the line of creepiness and not creepiness. Hence why I asked you, and we do have a difference of opinion on that, which is good. That's why we're a good combination. I do agree, I do think, and then let's leave it here if you're okay with it, because I'm not, not going to tell you what we should do. I just want to ask you. If you're okay with it, let's leave it at this after I say this or maybe so, make a comment. But I, 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 just, um, I just think that sometimes, I think you're right that if a man completely goes there and completely becomes creepy and then pushes and pushes and says things, I'm totally with you. But I do think that there's a little bit of an over, um, it's overdone a little bit in, in the feminist movement only because they're so hyperly sensitive to that point that sometimes it's not meant, like what I said right now is like, what if I just said buttocks? Like, hey, look, she posted a picture. You look great. Your butt looks great. Good job. Your work has whatever and whatever. Like, I don't have any intentions for Melissa. I'm The only reason we're even talking about it is because I actually agree that that Shashimi's point was not really true. So like look, I, I, I think that like Shashimi was wrong because there's a big difference. So you have to understand kind of the backstory, which you wouldn't because you're a man, right? And I'm not saying. I don't. Can you let me finish? <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm not saying it in the way that you think I'm saying. Okay. It. I'm saying it in a way where I could post a fucking Excel spreadsheet. And men would be like, oh, fuck, that's so fucking hot. You're such a fucking hot whore. Like, they, Whoa. this is the kind of stuff they do on my, tic <laughs> my TikTok. <clears throat> I'll literally be like, hey, I repotted my plant. And guys are like, you're such an old fucking whore. No wonder you're alone. Like, no one wants you. This is what happens when you're a feminist. Yeah. And it's like, it's insane how, and I'm not saying you do that, but there's a percentage of men who do that. So it's hard for us to exist when we're so used to having this world where like men are. Are commenting and making everything sexual that we post not yeah. all men yeah i got it and then when we post something 
like you're 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 seeing the post of the legs or whatever and someone's making it sexual when we're saying hey we'd like to exist in a place where not yeah. everything is turning sexual and like we're starting to want to push like hey i yeah. want to post my legs without them turning sexual but like literally everything i post it, like someone's turning it into something sexual and it's so annoying yeah. I, I get so many men trying to send me money to like send them my feet uh, this is totally but this is let's let's drop this after this but that example of guys saying those dirty raunchy things is such an exaggeration compared to someone saying right, your legs but, look great but that's that, all but we're trying to repel like unfortunately you all get grouped in together yeah, but, and you have to understand our perspective and where we're coming from I do understand your perspective if i can understand your perspective but then i can also say to you that this example is such an exaggeration compared to this that you hold right. on that it's hard and it maybe not in my opinion appropriate to bring the two together because then you are saying the guy that says hey good job melissa your legs look fucking amazing is the same guy that's saying all those dirty words that the guy said to you and that's a, such a complete exaggeration that i don't right. think it could be brought into the same conversation and I I think if it does it then alludes to the fact that the thing that was said that's hardly nothing is like that and it's just well, not so i'm just telling you what the backstory is and yeah. why we feel that's why this there's way. such a sensitivity but to it. yeah but i think again going back to if a woman posts her legs and you say hey great job like she's clearly posting about a competition or weightlifting that she's done uh and you say great job i can see a difference that's not creepy and you know that so to go back to the game that she was supposed to be on okay let's talk about that thank god <laughs> i i want to sincerely apologize for me taking that off the rails because like i was sincerely like that kind of thing as much as it how Look, about this already, as much as it bugs you that way it bugs me the other way when the tent's not there and then and then no, yeah. you're, you're put of, in that of box course. it can be fr it right? can be frustrating when the intent is not there and you get but yeah and that's unfortunately yeah. one of the side effects and, but and I, I also get this the feminist I get the feminists after me for doing a show with you. Like a I know, few of them I I've like blocked. I'm like, he's not what you think. Like just well, listen to the show. What, did it, what would you even think? I don't do anything. But well, I won't I'm even just, tell you I'm, what they say. I'm I just, just a man them. that acts like a man. Anyways, I'm joking with that. So, so. so, so Melissa was supposed to play on high stake or not on high stakes on, on Hustler Casino Live. Yep. And then Sashimi was also in the game and there was like something going on because Melissa's a little hurt by what Sashimi said. And then she said the stuff about Sashimi on the podcast. Um, and then like, does Sashimi have any I have no idea. It? So let me, let me tell you what I know. And I, uh, Melissa, either you are really liking this attention or you're really pissed off. Either way, uh, these are just things we're talking about. And I'll just put it to you this way. Um, I've not spoken to Shishimi. I don't know anything about it. I just know the public uh, back and forth. And then the only reason I know about it, and I don't remember the exact platform, I thought maybe she was in the chat of her own of her own podcast saying something about getting showered or something from not being able to play. And maybe she was contacting Billy DeGaff who runs that game and didn't know it. Maybe she didn't know who was responding to her. I don't know. There might be a Max Payne Monday like email or something. I don't even know. And so <clears throat> she said that and I'm like, like innocently, I'm like, you can play. Like, why couldn't you play? Because I'm not thinking at this level of all this shit going on. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, because of this. So then I finally got like privy to what was going on and I contacted Billy and I said, hey, is there and he goes well he goes it's like this nick he goes i got no problem with melissa i don't he goes but shishimi is part of our family 
and she's like plays and there's this thing and it happened and blah 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 so i just didn't want to put that explosive type of thing in there and i said well how about this i said how about they just like don't have to agree with each other but if they're both adult enough just to say hey let's just like bury it but not have to like you're right i'm sorry nobody nobody has to be like sorry they can all hold their carry their crosses right so let me let me say this and so and he's like okay that's fine. Like if that could be the case, that's fine. I, I think it's good. I said, yeah, I'd like her to play. I like those guys. I want them to feel comfortable coming here. And he's like, yeah, okay, cool, dude. So is there a world, and I'm I'm sure this is, mm-hmm. I've considered this, like did Sashimi say that and like not really mean anything I don't mean know. about it? I don't Do you know. Do you know Sashimi? I know like, her. Like is she a nice person? I can't, well, see, here's the thing. I've had 20 words with Shishimi in my whole life. I played with her a couple times. She seems nice enough, but I don't know. I don't know the true character of Shishimi or Melissa. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know them. I just know them as who they are. And right now they've both been nice to me and I like them both. So I will give Sashimi the benefit of the doubt because I, I don't know what her intention. It seems weird to just comment on someone's photo that you don't really know and say something catty. Like I think maybe she didn't intend just, I'm, I'm trying to give her a benefit of doubt i don't think she had t- intended to be rude maybe she actually didn't see a difference know. yeah maybe she's commenting like hey melissa you're still a slim person this isn't silly I, to them but it's silly to me meaning like i think the whole thing is silly but who knows what people feel when they read that comment or how they interpret it or how she meant it i really can't speak on that because then i'd be putting words in the shishimi's mouth and i'd be telling you how Melissa should feel. I, and I think the baseline should be we give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, so I'm Maybe giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And all I know... Because I haven't seen her on the live stream be, like, rude to anyone. Again, I haven't either. And I just, I don't know. So far, they've both been nice and cordial to me. And I, so, I, and, and I am not Switzerland. I never take the high road just to be, like, politically correct. I really mean when I say I got nothing on it because they all, I don't know them well enough. But what happened was I contacted Melissa back and I said, you're fine, you can play. I said, the only thing is, is that like, you know, Shishimi won't mention anything. And if you don't either, it, you're cool. Like, just play. Like, I want you to be welcome at our show. Mm-hmm. It's, same with Matt, like he's referred to not playing. I want him to come play. Like, I like those guys. I don't like them like, because I know them. I just don't want beef with them. And maybe I do like them if I really got to know them, right? So, and so he, so she said, well, uh, I said, she goes, I'm, I'm not apologizing. And I said, no, no, I'm not, I'm not asking you to apologize. Or maybe Billy said something about that. Or I think Billy did respond to her and say apologizing or whatever. And then I contacted him back. I said, hey, Billy, don't make him do that. Because yeah. they want to carry their crosses. Let him just, he goes, okay, fine. Let and them so, deal with yeah, it themselves. And so, I, and so I contacted her back. I said, I talked to Billy. You don't, no one has to apologize. Everyone just has to be cool and not make it a thing. And she said, nah, I just don't feel comfortable now because of this and that and whatever. And I said, are you sure? And she said, yeah, I just, it's not worth it enough to me. I'll just pass. And I said, okay, do you want to play the Tuesday game? She said, yeah, maybe sometime I'll do that. I said, okay, good luck. Like, that's it. Hey, you know what? I think what you and I have done here tonight is we've solved world all the world problems. We have. Because I, ca- I kind of feel like, given that we understand that Sashimi probably didn't mean anything evil by I that know. tweet. She might have. And, and maybe Ninja Poker Tour was a little bit out of line. And maybe Berkey uh just didn't see things from a full perspective and i feel like we've solved world problems today yeah that's true you know it's who knows what what it is but 
We're the, we're None the of problem it's worth solvers. It. None of it's worth it. It's all it's all nothing burgers. And hey, man. Let's all get along. Let's all let's all just love each other and be yeah. in a hippie cult yeah. together. And now we've been going an hour and eleven minutes. So with your permission, not that hey, I need. Hey, where's it. your where's your light? Not that I need your permission because let's let's, it's what? let's remind everybody. This is the Nick Fertucci show, and I am Nick Fertucci, and this is Valerie Brill. Anything, last words? Everyone. Because you've had a lot of words tonight. Everyone on Hustler Casino Live in the chat. The chat pros all call me Valerie now. You are Valerie. This Uh. is your new (laughs) moniker. If you get stopped by the police and they say, do you have an AKA? You will put on that FI card, Valerie. (laughs) The police aren't going to stop me. The Nick Fertucci Show. Thank you for tuning in. NV out.